You are listening to Corellian Run Radio, your route through hyperspace to the latest news on Star Wars The Old Republic. Hi, and welcome to Corellian Run Radio. This is episode number 66, and we are recording Sunday, July 29th, 2012. This is our special edition of our uh, Writer's Roundtable. And with me today are our current CRR writers, Jason. Hello, Jason. Hello. How's everybody doing? Great. And we have Mayor. Hey, Carla. Hey, everybody. How's everybody doing today? Good, 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 good. And we have Ghost, John. Hello. Hey, hey. We're going to get our kicks on episode 66. Absolutely. And last but not least, we have... Galdarian, a.k.a. Drew. Hello, Drew. Hey, Carla. Hi, everybody. Hello, hello. Well, for those of you that don't know, I had foot surgery about three days ago, and I have lost my voice. So we are going to muddle through this. Um, So please bear with me, and I apologize for my scratchy voice. But I'm going to let these guys do most of the talking. So what we've decided to do is to recap the entire month of news, but to give us a little bit of a different take on how we personally feel about some of the things that are going on. So we're not going to do a blow-by-blow newscast, but this is going to be some of the fun stuff that we've heard about and some of the not-so-fun stuff. All right, first up, you get to earn rewards for character transfers. We're going to start with Jason. Jason, what do you think of the rewards, and are you looking forward to them? Uh, well, yeah, anything free is good. I mean, that's my opinion. Um, so I, I did a transfer. Hey, I'm going to get a free pet and some accommodations. Uh, my only thing is maybe uh, do a little let's make a deal. I'm kind of, you know, dating myself there. But, um, you know, do you want the pet or maybe take a chance for what's inside the box? You know, um, that'd be maybe my only thing. But, hey, any free perk is good. Amen to that. What about you, Mayor? Well, I always love pets, so anytime I get to add a new pet, it's a good thing. Absolutely. What about you, Ghost? Oh, of course, the the, um, the pets is always nice, but um, uh, as me being an ops guy, uh, I'm looking forward to those black hole comms, you know? That's a lot of black hole comms. It, it is, and the funny thing is I've, I've heard other podcasts saying, oh, it's only 25, you can't even buy anything with 25. Well... Just get off your butt and go do a day, a couple of daily, uh, daily, uh, ops and the black hole com, uh, black hole, uh, weekly and you're done. Get something. Exactly. 35 is all you need. And so they get, they've almost given you a piece of equipment. So pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think that's bad at all. What about you, Andre? Yeah. I think that that's a great thing. I mean, you know, I, like Ghost was saying, I'm, I'm surprised that people are complaining. It's like, I don't know. It, it it'll finish off char- it'll finish off pieces on my characters. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't say no to free stuff. I mean, it's free. How do you complain about that? Exactly. I don't understand why people complain about free things. First of all, I'm very excited about a pet. Everybody knows that I'm a pet pet collector. I love 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 pets. I'm one of those that I've gone and searched out all these different pets that you know. 
you can get through different things. I did the rack wheel event, and then we um, went and did another little pet that you had to lure out with some liver stuff, and you know, um, and now this, I'm very excited about it, and I like black hole comms because I could always use the best, better gear. So I'm excited about it. I think that um, that was a nice gesture on Bioware's part. They did not have to do that, and. To just take it upon, you know, and say, we're going to give you this after the fact. You know, I think it's pretty doggone cool. So, anyway, going to the next. Um, the tutorial videos. I was very excited when we started, when we found out these tutorial videos were um, released. And there's so many of them. And there's so many little things that they cover. And they're short. And they're... They're very informative. Jason, what did you think about the tutorial videos? Which one was your favorite, and did you learn anything from any of them? Um, well, I, I got to look at them, and I have to say, I mean, I, I was pretty impressed because for the simple fact, uh, I think many of us, especially uh, I know on this podcast and many of the other podcasts, take for granted that everybody knows these things about MMOs. And with uh, a name like Star Wars, you're going to bring in a lot more people that have no idea that's never played an MMO. And so these videos are great um, as far as explaining some of the basics that we take for granted. Um, as far as learning anything, I, I don't know. I don't want to say that I know everything, but I, I just thought it was a good refresher for me. Um, I don't know that I had a favorite. I would have liked to see maybe a video on the UI and maybe key binding to help some people out on how they adjust their user interface. Um, and then one thing that I kind of thought that was kind of, because you have to scroll down to see all the videos, there's like 20-some of them. Right. Um, if you click on one, though, when you're down there, the video starts. Personally, if it would open up in a new page, maybe just be a little cleaner. But that's the only thing for me. I think they're really good, though. Well, maybe you should put that suggestion in on their forums, you know, because I know that anything to make it easier for those people using them, Bioware likes to do. So I would suggest that you put in that request. That sounds like a very That's valid a request. So and including your suggestion for the new one on the UI and the key bindings. I agree with you because that UI adjustments can be a little int intimidating, you yeah. know, especially for a new player. What about you, Mayor? I agree. I, I think that UI suggestion is, is excellent because that can be confusing even for people who do know how to play. But Jason's right. These are fabulous for brand new players that may not know how to move, may not know how to do any of this. I don't have a favorite. I haven't watched them all. Um, so I'd have to pretty much be in line with Jason on this one all the way through. But definitely that UI would have been a really good addition and also opening in a good a new window. But then I like everything to open in a new window. So. See, I do too. I do too. What about you there, John? Um, I actually didn't even know these existed until uh, I, last, uh, I heard the last episode of CRR. Then I had to go check them out. So um, I finally did, and um, I mean it was great. I wish that though they like their group um, when they explain group and grouping with others, um, they might have uh, could probably been uh, nice to have them say try and be civil when you're when you're grouping with others and just like do one to others type thing. 
Good suggestion. Um, yeah. One thing I didn't like, though, in, on their first video, that was the first one I watched, was the movement is what it's about. Uh-huh. Uh, I had to scream out that, do that dramatic, no, when, when they said, suggested you use your arrow keys. <laughs> I know. I know. It's something so simple. And, you know, honestly, I was one of those type of people. When I first started playing MMOs, I always used the arrow keys. Because it, click. Yeah. <laughs> because it seemed awkward to use the WASD keys. I actually had to force myself to change and use the WASD keys so my fingers could be up there by the one, two, three and the function keys. People don't realize that it would make things move a little smoother if they use the WASD keys and so they can use their number keys. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of like you on that one. That one is like, no, don't use uh, arrow keys. What about you, Drew? Yeah, I thought that they could have used the key bindings or uh, UI settings one. Um, but I, I liked them. I liked that. I thought they were good. And they're, like like Jason said, they're great for beginners because they don't use jargon. They don't use, you know, like when we, I, I like to write guides on my site. And so when I, when I write them, I, it's hard for me to keep them free of jargon because I'm so used to MMOs and you know, I'll, I'll put tank and DPS without actually explaining, uh, DPS is damage per second, you know, things like that. So I think that they're, they're free of jargon, but they, I think they could use, a a, uh, like an etiquette one all by itself, like on need, greed, rolling oh, and yeah. things like that. I mean, that would be great. you know, or like, a Hey, these are your primary stats. If you're one of these classes, you should use this stat. And so you shouldn't roll on things that don't have that stat. You know, I don't know. Good suggestion. That would be definitely. That's something that I see level fifties wearing the wrong gear all the time, and I'm like, "How'd you make it through fifty levels without realizing that your primary stat is cunning and you don't need aim, or something like that?" Don't you think that they need to explain more about what each class's primary stat is? I think that that's an area that needs a little work because. Quite frankly, unless you have been gaming a, lo- a while, you don't know what how to find your primary stat, first of all. And then second of all, you don't know, you know, what you should be stacking if it's something in addition to, let's say, instead of uh, endurance, maybe you need to add crit or surge or you know strength or something else you know and i think that that's a gray area for a lot of people especially new players to mmos but even those that like myself sometimes i get a little confused about um what should i add if i have uh, cunning and endurance with cunning being my primary stat as a healer what else do I want to add into that mix? You know, I yeah. think that they need something a little more detailed, but they could make it a tutorial, you know? Well, if our listeners will uh, keep an eye out for my next mm-hmm. article, I'm actually going to go into a bit of uh, stat theory crafting. I'll go through the kind of the basics, and uh, uh-huh. then we're going to go into um, what the secondary stats are and what you need to concentrate on, what you don't need once you get to a certain point of diminishing returns, what diminishing returns are. And, awesome. and so on. So just there keep you go, listeners. The... <laughs> there you go, listeners. Now, That's if you right. go to Bioware and get the basics, come to uh, Carillion Run Radio, check out uh, Operation Information, and you'll be set. <laughs> 
Absolutely. All righty. Then that takes us to um, Tor going free to play to level 15. What do you think about Tor going free to play at level 15? And Drew, we're going to start with you. Uh, I thought it was, I think it's a great idea because that was one thing they were missing was a free trial. And I mean, they had a seven day thing, but you know, kind of like with these, I don't know, the modern mindset these days is kind of more ADD when it comes to MMOs because people like to play multiple games. And so having a time limit is hard for people if they're wanting to try it because they oftentimes have commitments in their own MMO that they're currently playing or something like that. So that I think that's great that they you know have an unlimited trial to level 15. And my brother and I both made new bounty hunters. I made a new account so I could have a free-to-play level 15 because I didn't have any room on my server for low levels. And uh, so I could play with my brother. So that was really fun. And that also helps a new player if you're able to start a new account like that and play with them. Yeah. You know, because there's so much that they don't know and you don't know what to tell them unless you're experiencing it with them at the time. Exactly. So that makes it really nice. What about you, Ghost? Um, absolutely brilliant. It's about time they put that this in. I mean, obviously, it took a it takes a while to get this all programmed and the logistics of it, what you can and can't do um, uh, at the lower levels. But um, I am glad that they finally put it in, and I'm sending out invitations out to my friends who uh, are trying to get them to join, so I can get myself a one of those free mounts. There you go. What about you, Mayor? I love the idea. They needed it all along. I wish they would stop calling it free to play and stick with the free trial, which is what they're using in the F- in the um, FAQs. They're calling it the the free trial, and I think they should stick with that and stay away from that term free to play, because I think that has negative connotations in the gaming community itself. And I, you know, I mean, when this was first announced, look at all the threads that, oh, Star Wars has gone free to play, da, 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 and made it like it was this big bad thing when it's really a free trial. So I think they would be best served for themselves to avoid that free to play and stick with the free trial to level 15 and use that verbiage instead. Good point. What about you, Jason? Um, Yeah, I've got to, you know, I agree with everybody what they said. You know, I... I think it's great. Um, I also agree, though. I don't necessarily think it's, I mean, it is free to play, but yet it's more of a trial thing that they're giving people. Um, You know, I mean, as much as we want to get on, everybody wants to bash BioWare and EA on some of the things that they've done wrong. I think this is something good. And one thing that they have no control over is the economy. I think something right now with, the MMO market being so saturated with other games and the economy, I think either you adapt or die. And I think giving players unlimited time, levels 1 to 15, so they can experience all the origin worlds, all the classes. You can check out every advanced class. You get high enough, you can check out at least one flashpoint. Um, I, I think that's a great idea. Um, I did have a question. Now, Drew, you said you created one? Yeah, he's he's not very high, though. Okay, I, think I know I what question curious. you're thinking. Yeah, what happens when, like, if you're in the middle of a quest and you hit level 15, can you keep going 15 and just don't gain any more XP, or is it like mm-hmm. a big screen flashes up? Oh, you've made it to 15. If you'd like to join, you know, please subscribe. You know, I was just curious what happens then. I don't know. Um, I, I'm curious to find out because I haven't played. My brother hasn't been playing uh, 
we we played a little bit like up to level 10 but uh you know like wow does the i think it st- sticks at full xp bar and then you can't go to new zones or something like that and then rift just locks your character so you can't even get past level 20 both of those are level 20 and so i don't know how star wars does it but i imagine it's something like that where i i, I bet it's where you can't use the galaxy map to leave coruscant and then your, could be. your XP is capped. It so could be. you can't get it through war zones. So if any of our listeners has hit that cap of level 15, let us know what you found out. I am one that I'm very excited about the free trial. I think it was needed because a lot of people said, well, I'm going to wait to try that game to see if it if it stays good or if it's as good as people say it's going to be, blah, 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 blah. And now they don't have to wait. They can come try it out for themselves. You know, I think it's very important that people like to try things before they put out the money to buy something. And I wish more, not only games, but software would have the try it before you buy it. I mean, a lot of them do have that even if it's got account limits on it. Um, but I think it gives you a great idea of what the game is is about. It gets you um, to the advanced class. And I also think, you know, I mean, this game may eventually go free to play, um, but I do agree that we should probably be using free trial for this period. Um, instead of using, you know, free to play, because that kind of just scares everybody. I don't know why, but we've got to change that mindset because just because it says free to play doesn't mean that it's going downhill or, oh my gosh, it's Armageddon or something, you know? So anyway, all righty. Then when that brings us to the invite a friend and get a speeder, John, we're going to start with you. What do you think about that? Well, I guess I got a little ahead of, uh, our, of myself, but yes, that's uh, that's one of the things I've been uh, looking forward to. Um, a lot of people complain about the looks of it. Um, I, I like to call it uh, a um, lawn chair with rockets, and yeah, uh, yeah I, I want to kind of lounge and uh, and cruise around. That'd be a and actually another advantage of it is I believe that you can actually use it if you have the perk um, to on your alts to um, uh, you get automatically third level. Rank third level rank speed speeder, I think. You um, do. Like 100, yeah, hundred ten percent. You do. Hundred percent percent. Yeah, and that thing's more durable, so you don't get knocked off of it any, anymore. So I mean, it's it'd be it's it's awesome for if you have it when you're leveling low level, especially. Yeah, no kidding, Mayor. What about you? Well, I've got it. I know and you do. I'm I got so it jealous. on my level fourteen. All I had to do is pay my forty thousand credits, and I got my my uh, level fourteen up and mounted. So. Oh my heavens, did that make everything go so much faster, especially when you're, you know, doing, uh, DK again, drum and cause again, again, again. So I was really glad to have that speeder to get around and it is awesome. I don't mind the looks. I think the, it reminds me of a little pod racer. So I think it's kind of cool looking. So I know there's some people that 
you know, they call a lawn chair. Somebody else calls it a mobile swing set. Um, and <laughs> and that's okay, but I don't care. I, I think it's cute, and I'm very, very, very glad I got it for my level 14 because it's just making a big difference at speed, especially because I have this bad habit of going where I'm not supposed to be. Right. A little, little, little too low for some of the areas I hit. So I'm always getting, as Carla knows, I'm always getting knocked off of my speeder. So it's awesome to have one that gets me through. I can get through those mobs now. That's awesome. What about you, Jason? Um, You know, I I think it's great. I happen to see a a Maris character uh, in the the space station, and I saw it, and I was like, man, that looks so cool. I wish I had it. But the best thing to me, I don't know if anybody's picked it up, the sound of it. It's from episode one, Zaboba, the Doug that uh, Anakin races against. It's his pod racers. That's the sound effect they use for it. I did and, not know that. Yeah, and it's it's one of the best sounding speeders, I think, in, in the game. So, I, yeah, I wish – I'm like, hey, any of my friends that want to play, let me know, please. I mean, <laughs> seriously. <laughs> I will pay for your month subscription, whatever. Yes. Oh, that is pretty cheap to pay fifteen dollars to get that speeder. You know. Exactly. So. Well, right. I guess what you, you could just um, set up your own trial account with another email address and get it for yourself. There you go. Uh, Refer uh, your other uh, email. Uh, I just thought about that since uh, since Drew was talking about thickens. that. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. What about you, Drew? <laughs> well, I just have to comment on what Jason just said because he. I mean, he's either the choice of buying a friend or being his own friend, and it's kind of sad. <laughs> you know, uh, but but yeah, the speeder itself—I don't know. It's uh, I I personally don't like the design, but that's just—it's not really like I guess it's just not me. It it doesn't look stupid. It just doesn't look me. And uh, the, the I don't really have any people left to invite. So my brother—I invited my brother, but whether he joins or not is up to him. Right. Well, I love the speeder. I love the way it looks. I don't care if it's floating lawn chair. It reminds me of a pod racer with the little electric lightning stuff coming out of it. I love it. I want it. Now, this brings up another problem, though, and that is I tried to invite several of my friends, and I tried to invite, like, my son-in-law, and uh, because I had referred them, to get the three-day trial, you know, a couple of months ago, it rejected their email. So I had to jump through hoops and get them to jump through hoops. To They had to go in. Apparently, there is a glitch that if you've ever signed up for any EA games and opted out of the mail, getting mail from them, you couldn't get the invitation. Oh, yeah. I had that happen, too, with my brother. Yeah. yeah. So, That's so annoying. Yeah. I mean, that is really silly. I mean, BioWare and EA should have figured out a better way to do that. Because regardless of whether they opted out of that email for that particular game or that particular whatever, that shouldn't have applied to Star Wars. You know? So, anyway, I had a heck of a time. So, I don't know. If any of the invitations that I sent out were are going to be eligible or not, but I want that doggone speeder. 
Well, there's yeah. a way around that. I mean, they could because what they have them it do currently is it has it send an email from their system, mm-hmm. and they could you know produce a link with your information that you copy into an email from you, and then they get that email, and then they can. I mean, it's just kind of weird that they have it come from, coming from them. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Let it come from me, you know, because I want to make sure I spread the love. I want people playing Star Wars, you know, and I want my speeder. So make it a little easier for me, please. Oh, I, I, one thing I forgot to mention, um, uh, Mara did an article about her speeder and some of the cool things going on in tour. And somebody in the comment thread had mentioned, wouldn't it have been neat if your friend E would have got the speeder as well for joining? Don't they? Uh, oh, no. I thought they did. No. No, they don't. No. And see, uh... I thought that would have been a great thing, even if you just give them... Even if it was for a trial period, maybe. Oh my gosh, you're kidding! Uh-oh, I oh, think no, I don't told... give it to him and take it away. <laughs> I, I think no, I told no. my friend that well, uh, she was getting a speeder and she's not. Oh no! Oh no! Oh yeah, you're going to buy one for her now. Oh probably. gosh, don't tell me that. That's horrible. Why would they give Perfect it to one feeling. and not give it to the other? That just doesn't yeah. make any sense it's, at all. They, the, another person discussed that. After the the one person mentioned that, another person mentioned about why it didn't go forward because they want the person that you've referred to refer somebody else and create a chain reaction. So it's a marketing uh, tool. But they yeah. they'll still do that. But don't limit it. Be, I mean, they're doing me a favor or you a favor by signing up. Don't cut their knees off, you know. <laughs> yeah. They should get something. Exactly. Yeah. They're the ones paying the $15 and buying the game. Oh, man, that's kind of a bummer. Oh, well. Yeah, but, but don't tell my friends. That <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, they already know now, man. Uh, unfortunately, yeah. they probably know. All righty. Well, that leads us to uh, the announcement at San Diego Comic Con of HK51. Yes. Mayor, what do you think about HK-51? I think it's fabulous. I mentioned this in my article, too, because this was a, the two new things that I thought were cool was the speeder and then HK-51. I I think it's an awesome idea. And it's like I said in my article, if he does foot massages, I'm kicking out that other droid and uh, spacing. Um, there you because- go. <laughs> because I think HK-51 just really looks awesome. And I'm, we were talking about this before and, um, not on the podcast, but I think you had a great idea. And that's if we really have an epic quest line to make it really feel worthwhile by, by the time we get it. I, mean, I hope it's just not like five minutes in and then we're done. I hope it's a nice long chain and loads of fun. Makes it worth, to, to worth do. getting. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So that you go, yay. You know, it's kind of like when I get my speeder and, and kill, um, Nightmare Pilgrim. Notice when I say when. When, right. <laughs> yeah, when. Uh, so that I can get my Carl Tech speeder. It's going to be worth it. I'm going to be really happy to have it just because it's been so difficult to do. And right. it wasn't just handed to me on a silver platter. So I really hope that HK51 is going to be the same thing and that it's going to, going to take some doing to get. I agree. What about you, Jason? Um, I am very psyched about this. Um, I don't know how many people have played um, Knights of the Republic 1 and 2. Um, if you played 1, you know about HK-47 and 
no, I'm not going to mention any spoilers, but he might be in in this in Swotor, maybe just saying. Um, but Knights of the Republic 2, the HK 50s and HK 51 droids popped up, and there was going to be a whole nother quest line about a droid factory that uh, Goto, another droid, uh, was doing and manufacturing these droids. So I am hoping, hint, hint, Bioware, that the storyline has something to do about the droid factory thing that was pulled from Knights of the Republic 2, that they give us that um, as part of the quest line. That's pretty exciting to hear. And I think yeah. with that video, it does say something about a droid factory, doesn't it? Yeah, this, well, this is a ship that came from that that crashed, and it mentions the Sith Lords that were working on this. Mm-hmm. Well, that was the Sith Lord's restoration thing that was going on Telos, and that was part of the thing that was taken out of Knights of the Republic 2. So, fingers are crossed. I'm hoping that this is going to be along that quest line. That'll be cool. What about you, Drew? Yeah, I'm extremely excited. Uh, You might say declaration. I am extremely excited, Master. Uh, But uh, (laughs) uh, this is... I'm... I'm with y'all. I hope this is long, complicated, intricate, not repeatable. Um, not like, you know, you have to do this so many times. I hope it's intricate and long and you need to, you know, go to a couple different planets. And I want to have to alt back and forth between my Empire and Republic characters several times. I want to have a long process for this, but I doubt it'll be too long because people in SWOTOR tend to like things faster. Well, that's all the more reason to make it slow. Yeah. yeah. I think I, want, I agree with I you. want like 10 people to have it on the first day, and that's it. Yeah. I don't want them to be able to get it on the first day. First day. Yeah. I want to take, <laughs> like a, take a week. Yeah, but, no kidding. Yeah. But, I mean, think about the people here. <laughs> well, that's true. Um, yeah. <laughs> that's true. John, what about you? Um, you know, I'm not really a big into companions, but I am big into new content. So, just because of that fact... I am definitely looking forward to it, and I'll do it. And that's why I'm working on my uh, Republic alt right now, just to try and get him to the appropriate, whatever mid level is, <laughs> to have it ready for the uh, for the uh, uh, quest line. Exactly, exactly. I am a. Uh, this kind of goes along with the pets. I, you know, I want to get the new companion, and quite frankly, I love if he if this HK fifty one has the same attitude and the same sarcasm and the same kind of smart alecky type uh at you know personality i love it i want it because it would fit my personality you know <laughs> so it's it's kind of like back at you babe you know so i'm i'm very excited about it and i can't wait for the new content to show us how to do it and like it's been discussed i don't want it to be something that you can get in one day I want it to be a, a drawn out thing. I want it to, they've already said that we have to have a full, um, max level character on one faction and a mid level on the opposite faction and that it was not going to be something that was going to be easy to get. I'm really hoping that it, it will send us all over the place to, to try to get it. You know, I, I really want it to take some time. So, yeah. All righty. Well, now we're going to get into one of the negative um, things that came out this last um, over the course of this last month, 
and that is that BioWare had a second round of layoffs. And a lot of our friends and people that we got to know no longer work on this game. What do you think about the layoffs? And do you think it will affect customer service and getting new content and that sort of thing? Um, Jason, let's start with you. Um, well, I mean, it's it's sad to see any lay- layoffs, no matter the, the company or industry. Um, it does seem, you know, in the gaming industry that after your developmental period and then after a, the launch window, however long that they deem that, that there tends to be cuts. And I think uh, why there's been more cuts there by aware, you know, who exactly knows, but I think several factors, probably the economy, and there is a smaller community than they had at launch. Um, some of the people, though, I think it has come out, they've decided that they've stepped down to pursue other interests and challenges, but uh, unfortunately, you know, some of these people that we've got to know, um, especially those of us in the community, like the podcast that, you know, that followed us and followed them doing podcasts, articles and news sort of formed like a bond. And I know you, Carla, and, you know, um, Deirdre and some of the other people know, got to actually meet these people. I mean, I never got to personally meet them, but I felt like that I knew them and, it is sad to see some of the faces that we got to know when following this game before launch, you know, not there anymore. But I mean, unfortunately, I I think it's going to be one of the things that they're moving on. They they have a new team, um, and I will be happy to say I had an issue on Quest, and I actually had the elusive in-game chat um, help is not a myth it really happens um yeah, they does. actually it does i i was so shocked i was like i sent in a, a a bug ticket with all the details they came back on later that same um night and they came on helped me out talked me through the thing and they they were really apologetic about having any issues and so i think they are still there they're still trying to make the game better i think you know it's just one of the the sad things that happens in any industry. You're right. What about you, Drew? Well, yeah, I think the loss of some of the big minds of this uh, of this company, like Rich Vogel and Georg Zoller and um, Joe Barry, the consular story writer. I mean, you know these these are kind of people who are integral to the development of this MMO. So it's it's very sad to see them go. And of course, you know, uh, condolences to everyone else who lost their jobs as well. It's it's equally sad for everyone. Um, Especially in this economy, it's hard to get jobs, and so, uh, yeah. I mean, it's. I don't think it's a death toll, so much as like it is a moving on of them. You know, they'll find something else to do, and they'll find a new project. But you know, and I don't think it's crippling to Swotor necessarily. I think it'll have. I, I mean, I think the game probably needs fewer people than it what did before launch, but. You know, it, I don't know. It may affect it. it. It'll be. We'll have to see. We. I have noticed that we haven't seen much about, you know, 1.4 yet. So, maybe development has slowed down a little bit. Yeah, I hear what you're saying. What about you, John? Um, well, it. Uh, it. I was really disappointed to hear that they let so many people go. I mean, uh, they. They said that they wanted to keep the content coming, and I. I have a hard time 
thinking that they can keep up the pace with, I mean, I've heard it uh, on other podcasts, as much as half their staff is now gone. And yes, it's true, you need more people to just to, on, for development, but uh, you still need uh, all the, um, the story writers to keep up with the, keep up with new inf- um, the new content. So, and um, the programmers and the the, the uh, graphics people, everybody. So, um, but I guess it's business is business, and uh, you got to look at it that way. And I can, that part I, I can't understand. Still doesn't make it any any nicer though. But I do have to uh, echo um, Jason's comment about customer service. Um, I had an incident this week where I ran the um, daily uh, or the weekly um, story mode flash or uh, operation, and some of us didn't get our uh, black hole comms. So just uh, wrote a open the ticket, and uh, probably within half an hour I had a response chatting live with uh, with the customer service rep, and they were um, cordial and very friendly, and uh, resolved my issue like immediately. So. Uh, it was great. So I don't. I, I'm not too worried about the customer service side. I definitely think that's getting better than it was at launch. So uh, very big kudos to to Bioware on that part. That's great. What about you, Mayor? Yeah. Well, I mean, I was reading this article, and they were talking about that they are going to continue. I'm going to quote this: the continued delivery of new high quality game content for the Old Republic, and at a more frequent cadence. So it makes me wonder, okay, well, if they've let all these people go and they plan to do even more content faster, then did they replace these people? Did they hire new people? Because there's certainly been no mention of that that I've seen. Mm, Good point. Yeah, I don't believe that they've rehired anyone. I don't believe that at all. I don't mean rehired, but hired new people. I don't to believe some of these. You don't think so? No, I yeah, do I not believe that. So it's like, okay, you, you're losing all these key people. Uh, then how do you deliver more faster? I'm not quite sure of the rationale behind that statement. I hope it's a true one, and I hope they're able to uh, keep up with their plans on that. So uh, they say they're going to announce what those plans are, and I'm looking forward to hearing what they have to say, that's for sure. Absolutely. I cannot. I, I guess the thing that's <clears throat> bothered me the most is the fact that we haven't heard anything from BioWare. I know that this is a marketing nightmare when you have layoffs, but it is also part of the industry. Okay. It is, I mean, you go through and, and, you know, you, you sometimes you have to have layoffs. And, uh, I think it's just horrible that we haven't uh, seen anything come from BioWare. In fact, you know, last week, um, we didn't even uh, do a podcast last week because all that was announced was the the layoff. Some of your normal news things that come through were not there, you know, like the community Q&A. It had not been posted. And so, you know, I know that the, the Bioware itself was kind of shocked and, and still in shock and the community is still in shock. But I think that Bioware needs to do some positive things to get us revved up. I think that um, the layoffs are bad. A lot of the people that I got to meet and I think uh, very fondly of are no longer with the company. And that saddens me. And uh, my thoughts and prayers go out to them that they are find something really fast. Um, but 
I'm really concerned about the future of new content. And what better way to reassure us all than to give us something new? You know, so let's turn this negative marketing thing with the layoffs and the negative, you know, impact that it's had on the community. And let's do something positive. Give us something new so that you can put everybody's mind at rest. I think that would be the biggest thing they could do right now. And along with that is this, reading this one article, they mentioned that the community management team was one of the hardest hit. And that's that's their voice. Those are their voices. And they you, you mentioned how BioWare, we haven't heard from them. They need to they need to put somebody out there front and center to be their 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 mouth and their face and their voice and and be a contact point so that we see that person. And I realize that if they're laying all these people off, they need but they need to pick somebody that's going to that they plan on keeping for a while. And put them out there to be that representative of Bioware and have that connection because since Stephen Reed, we really have haven't had that. No, and Joe Beth um, Gonzalez, I believe, has stepped up into the role that Stephen Reed was, um, you know, vacated. Um, and Eric Musco is still there, so th- there's two of the community team that are still there. But we need to, I think we need to hear more from them. Yeah, they're too quiet. Yeah. They're, they're not, they need to be out front and center. They need to be, they need to get their little pom poms out and start cheering and do everything they need, you know, exactly. along those lines and, and build the morale back up for, for those that are affected by morale. And let's face it, a lot of the gaming community and tour is affected by the morale. Some of us just, you know, we've got our blinders on and we're going to go. Go straight forward and and not pay attention to the, the doom and gloomers, but they really need to get out there and start doing some rah 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 stuff and and being positive, even if they have nothing, you know, even put a positive spin on the layoffs. Gosh, you know, how do you do that? Because those poor people lost their jobs. But but tell us how they're going to give us more content. Tell us when they're going to and and get that point of contact so that it's right. happening on a daily basis. Yeah, we, we at least need to know what, when they say that that they're going to increase how fast we get the content out, give us a timeline. Give yeah. us information about that. Tell us when to expect the next content um, release. We haven't even seen anything on it. We keep hearing that the end of summer things are going to, you know, happen well. Yeah, this is the end of July. We're we're entering the August. This is the last month of summer, you know. So, um, I expect and hope that we see some really good things. And honestly, I hope we see it before the twenty fifth of August when that other game starts its mm. early access. Yeah. If not, well, it's gonna. I think it's gonna hit tour pretty bad. Possibly with it being quiet. Maybe it's because a lot of the main people are focused on trying to get some of that stuff out. And maybe within the next week or two, we get some major video that's like, okay, coming, you know, I hate to say soon because it's like trademark by where I'm trying to get away from that. But maybe it just means like, hey, come in. But I do agree. They have to get something out before a certain other game. <laughs> a certain <laughs> other game. <laughs> I don't look- ex- I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh, go ahead, Mayor. 
I don't I don't expect the developers who are in there working their little butts off to be out here talking to us, but I expect the community people that have stepped up, they need to be more vocal. They need to to they've lost the pulse of the community and they've lost that two-way street that we had before. I'm sure they're doing the best they can, but is it enough? I think that begs the question. Is what they're doing enough as far as they're they're communicating with the community and and compared to what we had with Stephen Reed and I, I probably shouldn't do that because it's two different people so don't throw rocks at me folks but I think we have to say that we don't have that level of communication anymore and personally I miss that yeah and well, I mean, and I wish they'd step that up and and be the liaison between the developers and us right Drew yeah I mean, if you look at the uh, at the at the dev, dev tracker it's pretty much Empty of everything except, hey, we posted a Q&A. Hey, we're taking questions in the Q&A. Sorry the server went down. We'll get it back up soon. Yay, the server's back up. I mean, that's pretty much it. That's all that's been there for like two weeks. Right. That's like, that's that's just updates. That's just patch notes practically. I mean, they, they when, last time when they uh, launched uh, 1.2, and then they, like two weeks later, we're talking about 1.3. I mean, it was pretty fast after like, hey, right. we're going to have some cool stuff in 1.3. And it got people excited for 1.3. Right. Yeah. They did push it back. They had promised, well, not promised, but said one month, and they pushed it back another month, and then they got it out. That may have been 1.2, actually. Mm-hmm. They've, they've had issues before of saying a date and then having to push it back, but that's, you know, most logical people know why that is. Right. But, cool. um, you know, they've been so quiet. I mean, they didn't even say that there was, you know, there's a class feedback guides for every single advanced class. Or not guides, but class feedback forums for every single advanced class. Right. Yes. Asking for feedback on on each individual advanced class. That was not really announced. That was kind of like very briefly said, and they need to be drawing more attention to that, saying, hey, we're taking feedback for changes. Let us know. You know, I don't know. They need to reach out a little bit more. Yeah, I'm, uh, I think that they need to start talking about what they're doing. I mean, I know that they've got, that's got to be a depressed situation to, to walk in. I've seen pictures of people's offices where there were bunches of desks and now there's one, you know. I mean, I know that the remaining employees there have got to be bummed. Okay. Well, we all are bummed. We, I, I think Bioware needs to do something very proactive. And get us excited again. Start talking about new things. Start talking about this HK-51. Start dropping little hints. You know, give us a daily hint. You know, like, you're going to have to do this. Or, I bet you have to go here. Or just, you know, like a a scavenger hunt or something for information on this new um, quest chain. You know, anything to get the, the, the community and again, the employees too, to get them all pumped up. We all need that revitalization because this is a great game. It's got such great potential. And I do not, I am, not, they are not down for the count. I think that they're in it for the long haul, but we need some positiveness coming out right now. Right now. Yeah. Not I soon. Th- right now. <laughs> I, th- I think, uh, one thing, um, and I think they took some flack for it, or 
and this is just my is all this stuff that they were doing on Twitter. But honestly, that is the pulse of the community nowadays. The social media things with Facebook and Twitter, and I know like I'm not I don't really want to name drop Stephen Reed all the time, but and David Bass, those two guys right there, and I know there's others. They were always in Twitter dropping little hints, check this right. out, this and that. And I think this day and age, people want things so fast that, yes, the forums are important. The dev tracker is important. But I think you have to, you know, adapt. And I think right now, Twitter, your Google+, Plus, Facebook, and stuff like that is where people are looking for their information quick and easy. Yeah, they don't want to go to those forums. Well, first of all, I still have an issue with their forums, with that server groups. You that's know, that's changing. Yeah, that's well, what they've changed it. Then. Well, it should have been that way all along. Yeah. Come yeah. on, give me a break. You know, it, it's just so hard to find information. So, um, I usually look at Facebook and Twitter and Google Plus or Reddit. I hate Reddit, by the way. And please don't blame <laughs> me. Please don't blame me. They're just so mean over there. <laughs> they are. They're mean. Those people are mean. I don't like mean people. It's because that's the internet. That's the internet's internet. Like, oh. Yeah. That's where they go to get their memes before they start anywhere else. <laughs> oh, Lord. They're so mean. But anyway. But that kind of um, recaps how we feel. We love you, Bioware. You know, we are feel really, you know, our, our heartstrings are pulled by all of the our friends and and people that we have come to know and care about that lost their jobs and we hope they all get a new job very soon and we hope that we get lots of positive things coming from Bioware. All righty, let's go with you John. Where are you at in your personal gameplay? Well, I we have finally uh, after two rebuilds of our operations group Got hard mode kept us down. Yay! Yay. Last, in fact, last night. Congrats. So, yes, we have cleared all the operation content. Um, aside from that, I've gotten a second character to 50 finally, and uh, which is a Sork, and um, been working on uh, getting him geared up for, uh, guess what? Uh, guess what? Operations. That's awesome. And, um, and then, let me see, of course, and then my um, uh, Republic side alt that I've been trying to get up and... Uh, that's where I currently sit. Perfect. What about you, Drew? I have been PvPing, as usual. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that pretty much never changes. Um, I did I did a lot of flashpoints. Um, I almost got the, the blue coral, the uh, Aerotech Ice, not coral, Aerotech Ice uh-huh. uh, speeder with my Sentinel. For some reason, not my main. I don't know why he, he's done more flashpoints my Sentinel has, but um, I got... Doubled my Juggernaut's level. He's now like 24. Awesome. Um, and I'm now now I have a problem because I have three Imperial alts. Actually, I've I have four I have four level 50s, and then all other four of my eight character slots are at 24 or in that area. So I don't know which one to level up next. Oh Usually no. Usually it's pretty easy. Good grief. So it's like uh, I don't really want to do the republic side again because i've got three of those that i've done so but i don't really want to level I, I don't know it's just like hmm, maybe i'll just keep pvping <laughs> there you go pvp so, level, level by pvp yeah but I've, i have to be careful about getting burned out though recently because I, I i need i've been taking a little break and playing star trek online and keeping it geek you know yeah 
And, you know, just kind of, I don't know, there's a, there's a thing with PvP, it's real easy to burn out on it because we only have four maps. Right. We do those same four maps over and over again. And after the 40th time of being in a pug and getting your butt handed to you because no one on your team knows what to do, even though you're winning all your 1v1s, you're just walking out and getting killed by eight people focus firing you. Um, right. It's, you know, you kind of have to you have to learn how to manage your your time so you don't spend it all doing that and, and then hating the game afterwards. I, I, I don't hate the game. But, right, you know, right. I don't want to get there. Exactly. <laughs> so, trying to, I, that's why I'm really looking forward to news because I want to, like, get excited about HK51 and, like, yeah, it's coming out in a month. And so I right. look forward to it for a month. And, you know, I, I want to love this game more than the thought of even moving to Guild Wars 2, but, you know. You know, I think that's what it. most people are, you hear in the community. People want to love this game. Yeah. They don't want to be negative about the game. They really want to see it, see it succeed. So, you know, I think that that's why we're so passionate about hearing information and it being positive is because we want positive things so yeah what about you jason well um i i don't have that many level 50s i don't have <laughs> one yet but uh needless to say i've been uh, uh of course i do the alt aholic thing but i've been recently i've been really focused on my main and i dinged out um i i to i think i talked to carla in in guild chat uh 38 but now i'm at 41 i'm i just don't know i got to a point in the story where it was kind of dragging along and then boom after i hit you know closed out opened up the legacy it just the story just took off even faster and now it's like i'm i am like loving it even more i mean i love the game anyway and i was loving all the storylines that i was checking out but man i'm just now like okay let's move on let's go chop chop move along what class is that um, I'm doing a Sith Juggernaut. Oh, yeah. So, That's great. That is great. Mayor, what about you? Well, I got my second level 50. I added a Marauder to my Sork. Yay. So I'm happy about that. That's great. And I'm playing my my operative and working on her storyline, but I'm really trying to figure out which class I want to play over on the Republic side since I'm going to have to for HK51. So I'm trying to figure out which one over there, which of the stories I think I'll like the best, and then just go ahead and level that up and kind of leave my operative alone for now and just move over there and do that. But I'm I'm really torn on which story to go with. So if people have got ideas, feel free to drop a note and let me know. Yeah, no kidding. Well, I am um, have been playing... Uh, the little bounty hunter. She is now up to level 22. That's the character, as um, our listeners know, that I've been leveling up through PvP and just doing the class quests. Okay? And it's it's been a struggle because you can certainly tell when someone on the opposite team has put an icon over your head. Because you get focused fire and you're insta-dead, you know. So I stay dead a lot. But um, I have found that um, my favorite uh, war zone 
is Navarre Coast. And I have decided I completely and totally hate Hutball. <laughs> so, <laughs> and you used to love, and that. I used to love Hutball, but I have decided that I just do not because I think that it is an unfair advantage to be able to yank someone or jump to someone across the friggin' map. You know, and I just don't like. I think that there are certain things that should be disabled in these to make it fair for all. You oh, know, that would make along. me so sad. I know, I know. For <laughs> PVPers, I know. But I'm just saying that, you know, when you're clear across the map and, and they can pull you or yank you or whatever, I think that that's just a bummer, you know. But anyway, um, and I've been uh, playing my Little Republic character, although not very much, especially this last week with my surgery and everything. But I'm anxious to get back on her. I'm playing a Consular. And I'm just trying to get to mid-level because I've said it before. I just feel icky playing over on that side. <laughs> I don't know what it is about it, but... Uh, she has to wash your hands. I know. Good, it's just... Guys. I feel like I have rainbows and, and unicorns <laughs> surrounding me or something, you know? So, uh, yeah, that's that's where I'm <laughs> at with too my... too much goodness for me. I know. I know it is. I've never it seen is. rainbows as a problem before, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, just do what I do. Just um, I've been playing a dark side Jedi, and that really that's that's uh, that kind of makes it a little bit more amusing. Does it make it up for it? Okay, I'm gonna have to try that. Smuggler, Take... Smuggler's pretty easy to play dark side too, because you're just money grabbing. You know, you kill yeah. people. It's just like you're a mercenary. It's almost it's almost like you're a bounty hunter at that point. Like light side bounty hunter and dark side smuggler are pretty much basically pretty the same good, thing. Yeah. Well, I'm definitely going to have to do that. All righty, last question. What cool feature or event would you like to see added to the game? And not the trademark soon, but very soon. What about you, Mayor? Oh, I have. you're taking me completely off guard, and I have no idea. Okay. What about you, Jason? Um, I would have to say um, along the lines of with HK51, Anything that they can put in there, whether it be an event, I think the the Rat Ghoul event was done well. Um, as long as when they do it, it's not just, okay, go out and kill X number of this, collect some so much of this, go to this planet, do this. If they make it story driven, I will I I will eat it up and do it. You will have me you know, I will go out there, whether it's DNA samples, what have you, I will be collecting it and then getting my little rewards and checking them in. But, you know, I don't do it for the sake of doing it, but I, I would love to see him do it and add more good content, any type of event. I'm open to that. That's awesome. What about you, Drew? Um, I'm going to go with feature uh, instead of event. And I would say anything like a bounty system, where you can put bounties on people, but only if they opt in to, to take bounties on other people. Right. And basically anything that will foster world PvP, I'm good with. Anything that sends you to the uh, Outlaw's Den or the outskirts of Ilum or anything like that, I desperately am just longing for the the rage of of the Empire against my, my Republic characters in open world. I just want... I want action and 
world PvP. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Something that that's unpredictable and unplanned and un un unscripted. Unlike the war zones. I right. love the world war zones, but I want I want spontaneity and danger and risk and you're flagged and you don't know if when you're going to die and it's just awesome. Exactly. I like the way you think. <laughs> All right, John, what about you? I've actually got a couple of things. Um, as far as features-wise, um, what I've been missing is um, a target, a focus target. Um, they've got the focus in there, but they it doesn't show what the focus is targeting. It'd be great for um, DPS to focus fire on um, a certain whatever the tank is has has its um, um, focus on, obviously. And uh, so that's it'd be great for just flashpoints and operations. Um, as far as events go, or just um, an, uh, additions to the game, I really want to see um, more about that uh, new com or new space combat system. I mean, I to this day still do space combat, and I still enjoy it, oddly enough. And uh, so that's uh, I definitely want to see more of that. I know there's going to be a new a new one a mission coming out pretty soon for the uh, um, where you go into the inter- internals of a ship. And um, but I want to do I want to see their their new hints uh, more about their new hinted uh, completely revamped space combat system. So that's what I'm looking forward to. Uh, can I say, can I say something about what he just said? Sure. Um, the uh, the the you can actually do a, a focus. You can get the focus targets target. There's a keybind now, and it was always Control F, but now you can you can keybind that to whatever you want. Where it'll automatically acquire the focus target's target. Oh, I'll so, take, take a look at that. But uh, yeah. I'm more used to seeing it graphically, so you see right. a picture of of whatever the because um, if the um, if the tank changes targets, you don't yeah. know that. That's true. And I, I expected you to say ready check as something you want to see. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, well, we've, yeah. we just uh, we have our we, we have our little own, own ready check, so it's, it's working. <laughs> Jump if you're here. <laughs> yeah, I know, but how lame is that? We just need a little ready check feature, you know, but uh, anyway. Okay, well, mine are, first of all, I'd like to see, they they, they almost did it, and I, I, I started to get excited about a, a new feature of those character perks where you can respec your character, and I thought, ah, oh, they're going to give us dual spec. Oh. Then I find out, you got to pay for every one of these every single time. And I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. We have way too many credit sinks in this game, (laughs) you know. So I'm the feature I'm looking forward to the most is dual spec, okay? And I want to be able to do it by using that little droid they gave me as a perk that I had to pay for. Um, And um, I, like Drew want open world pvp put in the game like they originally told us they were going to do it and fix ilum do whatever you've got to do to make that work get that limit of 100 people or whatever it is per zone out of there because that was supposed to be a what was the word that they used that that world was supposed to be able to be a static world that would handle as many people that would go on there you know, and that's not the case because we're put into instances, you know, so I want Ilum fixed. I want open world fixed. Yes, I'm on a PVE server. That yep. is, you know, 
but I should not be penalized because I'm on a PVE server. Yeah. There's got to be a reason for us to go to these open world zones, and we need more open world zones. I mean, I want to go in open world PvP. I do not like the war zones. I'm doing them because that's <laughs> all I have. But I want more open world PvP. That's my Amen. most favorite thing. So. Oh, Do you think yes. some of the server stability things they're working on right now, and I have been updating, is going to lead to where they're going to be able to handle more content like that, like Ilum, the way they envisioned it? I hope from what, so. From what I saw, they were talking about, and they said that at 1.3 had introduced some issues to the server stability, to the mm-hmm. server stability, and so they were having to correct those. But yeah, but know, maybe bring on maybe the open world them. PvP. Yeah. Well, I have my answer now. You do? Well, let's yes, hear it. I okay. I agree with Jason on the events, but I don't want just special events. I want, I want annual events. And I, I know we talked about, we touched on this a little bit earlier about the holidays, but they can make up holidays. I mean, can, they, they can make up holidays for, for the Star Wars universe and, and use those in conjunction with the real life holidays and make them whatever. But I want regular occurring so that next year I can go, okay, this is what happened this year and this is what's going to happen next year. Not just the one-time things, which I want those too, but I I want both of those. I think those are the things I'd like to see the most. I agree with you too. Galactic sacking of Coruscant Day. Yeah, exactly. We have to go seek out and kill one of the opposing faction. Again, world PvP. (laughs) There you go. Actually, like invading the other faction's uh, station, that would be kind of fun, too. That would be fun. Or Or the the home world. The game that we shall not name. I mean, how many times did you enjoy seeing, oh, guess what? Everybody's attacking Stormwind. Or, you know, Ironforge is under attack. Exactly. Awesome. Even people that didn't PvP jumped in. They did. And helped. They defended an area. They did. And it was part of an event. And you got things for it. And don't take away the vendor. I mean, like the Ratgul event. They took away the vendor that did the DNA samples. So a lot of people did not get to turn in their DNA samples. Mm -hmm. You know, leave the, put it on a, a vendor on fleet that keeps it for a while. Leave the jaw on the balloon. Yeah, something. <laughs> I don't know. But we want more events. I mean, Bioware, we love this game. We just want to enjoy it more. Give us give us some more stuff. Give us stuff. Content. Yep. Content. Give us Put stuff, stuff, stuff. All righty. Well, I think that that's just about done it for us almost. Uh, I think we've got a, a glance at this week's articles on CRR. I think Jason will take that take us through that. Yeah, over the past week at uh, CRR, we've had Operation Information. Uh, Ghost had us look at what core are you, uh, what kind of in-gamer in that. And uh, we had Holonetlinks Holo number 56, uh, Drew's Tactical Strike, uh, five tips to, to improve your teamwork. Check it out, folks. It's a very helpful hint, especially anybody that is queuing up for a pug group. Um Mars, uh, my two credits talked about the tour cool stuff. She talked more about the speeder and uh, HK51. That's an excellent article. Check it out. Um, Guild Checkpoint this past week, Cold Fusion. I got to check out these guys. Great bunch of guys and uh, really great grilled. You should check them out. Um, you can also make sure to take a moment 
to leave us a positive feedback on iTunes and to subscribe on iTunes and Zoom. You can also find us on the Ego Networks at egonetworks.com. Alrighty, and you can check us out through our website at CorellianRun.com. We have Facebook, Twitter, Google+. Leave us your questions or ideas for discussion topics. You can also leave us a voice message at 281-766-4511. Don't forget to listen to our sister station over there at TorWars.com. That wraps it up for us here at Corellian Run Radio. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you again next week. Until next week, I'm Jason Taylor. And I'm Carla. May the Force be with you. You have been listening to Corellian Radio, a Star Wars The Old Republic podcast. Tune in next time to hear Carla say... Open World PvP rocks! End transmission. transmission.